chapter three fifty one of gargantua and pantagruel book three by francois rabelais this librivox recording is in the public domain why it is called pantagruelion and of the admirable virtues thereof by such like means of attaining to a denomination the fabulous ways being only from thence accepted for the lord forbid that we should make use of any fables in this a so veritable history is this herb called pantagruelion for pantagruel was the inventor thereof i do not say of the plant itself but of a certain use which it serves for exceeding odious and hateful to thieves and robbers unto whom it is more contrarious and hurtful than the strangle-weed and choke-fitch is to the flax the cat's tail to the brakes the sheave-grass to the mowers of hay the fitches to the chickney-peas the darnel to barley the hatchet-fitch to the lentil-pulse the antramium to the beans teres to wheat ivy to walls the water-lily to lecherous monks the birchen-rod to the scholars of the college of navarre in paris colewort to the vine-tree garlic to the lodestone onions to the sight fern-seed to women with child willow-grain to vicious nuns the yew-tree shade to those that sleep under it wolfsbane to wolves and libbards the smell of fig-tree to mad bulls hemlock to goslings purslane to the teeth or oil to trees for we have seen many of those rogues by virtue and right application of this herb finish their lives short and long after the manner of phyllis queen of thracia of bonuses emperor of rome of amata king latinus's wife of iphis autolycus lycambi arachne phaedra leda achaeus king of lydia and many thousands more who were chiefly angry and vexed at this disaster therein that without being otherwise sick or evil disposed in their bodies by a touch only of the pantagruelian they came on a sudden to have the passage obstructed and their pipes through which were wont to bolt so many jolly sings and to enter so many luscious morsels stopped more cleverly than ever could have done the squinancy others have been heard most woefully to lament at the very instant when atropos was about to cut the thread of their life that pantagruel held them by the gorge but well a day it was not pantagruel he never was an executioner it was the pantagruelian manufactured and fashioned into an halter and serving in the place and office of the cravat in that verily they solecized and spoke improperly unless you would excuse them by a trope which alloweth us to posit the inventor in the place of the thing invented as when ceres is taken for bread and bacchus put instead of wine i swear to you here by the good and frolic words which are to issue out of that wine-bottle which is a cooling below in the copper vessel full of fountain water 
that the noble pantagruel never snatched any man by the throat unless it was such a one as was altogether careless and neglective of those obviating remedies which were preventive of the thirst to come it is also termed pantagruelian by a similitude for pantagruel at the very first minute of his birth was no less tall than this herb is long whereof i speak unto you his measure having been then taken the more easy that he was born in the season of the great drought when they were busiest in the gathering of the said herb to wit at that time when icarus's dog with his fiery bawling and barking at the sun maketh the whole world troglodytic and enforceth people everywhere to hide themselves in dens and subterranean caves it is likewise called pantagruelian because of the notable and singular qualities virtues and properties thereof for as pantagruel hath been the idea pattern prototype and exemplary of all jovial perfection and accomplishment in the truth whereof i believe there is none of you gentlemen drinkers that putteth any question so in this pantagruelian have i found so much efficacy and energy so much completeness and excellency so much exquisiteness and rarity and so many admirable effects and operations of a transcendent nature that if the worth and virtue thereof had been known when those trees by the relation of the prophet made election of a wooden king to rule and govern over them it without all doubt would have carried away from all the rest the plurality of votes and suffrages shall i yet say more if oxalus the son of aureus had begotten this plant upon his sister hamadryas he had taken more delight in the value and perfection of it alone than in all his eight children so highly renowned by our ablest mythologians that they have sedulously recommended their names to the never-failing tuition of an eternal remembrance the eldest child was a daughter whose name was vine the next-born was a boy and his name was fig-tree the third was called walnut-tree the fourth oak the fifth sore apple tree the sixth ash the seventh poplar and the last had the name of elm who was the greatest surgeon in his time i shall forbear to tell you how the juice or sap thereof being poured and distilled within the ears killeth every kind of vermin that by any manner of putrefaction cometh to be bred and engendered there and destroyeth also any whatsoever other animal that shall have entered in thereat if likewise you put a little of the said juice within a pail or bucket full of water you shall see the water instantly turn and grow thick therewith as if it were milk curds whereof the virtue is so great that the water thus curded is a present remedy for horses subject to the colic and such as strike at their own flanks the root thereof well boiled mollifieth the joints softeneth the hardness of shrunken sinews is every way comfortable to the nerves and good against all cramps and convulsions as likewise all cold and knotty gouts if you would speedily heal a burning whether occasioned by a water or fire apply thereto a little raw pantagruelian that is to say take it so as it cometh out of the ground without bestowing any other preparation or composition upon it but have a special care to change it for some fresher in lieu thereof as soon as you shall find it waxing dry upon the sore without this herb kitchens would be detested the tables of dining-rooms abhorred although there were great plenty and variety of most dainty and sumptuous dishes of meat set down upon them 
and the choicest beds also how richly soever adorned with gold silver amber ivory porphyry and the mixture of most precious metals would without it yield no delight or pleasure to the reposers in them without it millers could neither carry wheat nor any other kind of corn to the mill nor would they be able to bring back from thence flour or any other sort of meal whatsoever without it how could the papers and writs of lawyers clients be brought to the bar seldom is the mortar lime or plaster brought to the workhouse without it without it how should the water be got out of a draw well in what case would tabellions notaries coppice makers of counterpanes writers clerks secretaries scriveners and such like persons be without it were it not for it what would become of the toll rates and rent rolls would not the noble art of printing perish without it where could the chassis or paper windows be made how should the bells be rung the altars of isis are adorned therewith the pastor fori and priests are therewith clad and accoutred and whole human nature covered and wrapped therein at its first position of production in and into this world all the lanific trees of ceres the bombast and cotton bushes in the territories near the persian sea and gulf of bengala the arabian swans together with the plants of malta do not all of them clothe attire and apparel so many persons as this one herb alone soldiers are nowadays much better sheltered under it than they were in former times when they lay in tents covered with skins it overshadows the theatres and amphitheatres from the heat of a scorching sun it begirdeth and encompasseth forests chases parks copses and groves for the pleasure of hunters it descendeth into the salt and fresh of both sea and river waters for the profit of fishers by it are boots of all sizes buskins gamashes bodkins gembados shoes pumps slippers and every cobbled wear wrought and made studdable for the use of man by it the butt and rover bows are strung the crossbows bended and the slings made fixed and as if it were an herb every wit as holy as the vervain and reverenced by ghosts spirits hobgoblins fiends and phantoms the bodies of deceased men are never buried without it i will proceed yet further by the means of this fine herb the invisible substances are visibly stopped arrested taken detained and prisoner-like committed to their receptive jails heavy and ponderous weights are by it heaved lifted up turned veered drawn carried in every way moved quickly nimbly and easily to the great profit and emolument of humankind when i prepend with myself these and such like marvellous effects of this wonderful herb it seemeth strange unto me how the invention of so useful a practice did escape through so many bypassed ages the knowledge of the ancient philosophers considering the inestimable utility which from thence proceeded and the immense labour which without it they did undergo in their pristine elucubrations by virtue thereof through the retention of some aerial gusts are the huge rambarges mighty galleons the large floats the chaleander the myriander ships launched from their stations and set a-going at the pleasure and arbitrament of their rulers condors and steersmen by the help thereof those remote nations whom nature seemed so unwilling to have discovered to us and so desirous to have kept them still in amscondito and hidden from us that the ways through which their countries were to be reached unto were not only totally unknown but judged also to be altogether impermeable and inaccessible are now alive to us and we to them those voyages outreach flights of birds and far surpass the scope of other fowls how swift soever they had been on the wing 
and notwithstanding that advantage which they have of us in swimming through the air taproban hath seen the heaths of lapland and both the javas and the fian mountains why a distant feeble shall see feline and the islanders drink of the flood euphrates playeth the chill mouth boreas hath surveyed the parched mansions of the torrid auster and eurus visited the regions which cephrus hath under his command he in such sort have interviews been made by the assistance of the sacred herb that maugre longitudes and latitudes and all the variations of the zones the periesian people and antician amphician eterosian and parisian had oft rendered and received mutual visits to and from other upon all the climates these strange exploits bred such astonishment to the celestial intelligences to all the marine and terrestrial gods that they were on a sudden all afraid from which amazement when they saw how by means of this blessed pantagruelian the arctic people looked upon the antarctic scoured the atlantic ocean passed the tropics pushed through the torrid zone measured all the zodiacs bordered under the equinoctial having both poles level with their horizon they judged it high time to call a council for their own safety and preservation the olympic gods being all and each of them affrighted at the sight of such achievements said pantagruel hath shapen work enough for us and put us more to a plunge and nearer our wits in by the sole herb of his than did of old the alloyadi by overturning mountains he very speedily is to be married and shall have many children by his wife it lies not in our power to oppose this destiny for it hath passed through the hands and spindles of the fatal sisters necessities inexorable daughters who knows but by his sons may be found out an herb of such another virtue and prodigious energy as that by the aid thereof in using it aright according to their father's skill they may contrive a way for humankind to pierce into the high aryan clouds get up unto the spring-head of the hail take an inspection of the snowy sources and shut and open as they please the sluices from whence proceed the floodgates of the rain then prosecuting their ethereal voyage they may step in unto the lightning workhouse and shop where all the thunderbolts are forged where seizing on the magazine of heaven and storehouse of our warlike fire munition they may discharge a bouncing peal of two of hungering ordnance for joy of their arrival to these new supernal places and charging those tonitrual guns afresh turn the whole force of that artillery against ourselves wherein we most confided then is it like they will set forward to invade the territories of the moon whence passing through both mercury and venus the sun will serve them for a torch to show the way from mars to jupiter and saturn we shall not then be able to resist the impetuosity of their intrusion nor put a stoppage to their entering in at all whatever regions domiciles or mansions of the spangled firmament they shall have any mind to cease to stay and to travel through for their recreation all the celestial signs together with the constellations of the fixed stars will jointly be at their devotion then some will take up their lodging at the ram some at the bull and others at the twins some at the crab some at the lion in and others at the sign of the virgin some at the balance others at the scorpion and others will be quartered at the archer some will be harboured at the goat some at the water pours sign some at the fishes some will lie at the crown some at the harp some at the golden eagle and the dolphin some at the flying horse some at the ship some at the grape some at the little bear and so throughout the glistening hostelries of the whole twinkling asteristic welcome 
there will be sojourners come from the earth who longing after the taste of the sweet cream of their own skimming off from the best milk of all the dairy of the galaxy will set themselves at table down with us drink of our nectar and ambrosia and take to their own beds at night for wives and concubines our fairest goddesses the only means whereby they can be deified a hunto hereupon being convocated thee better to consult upon the manner of obviating a so dreadful danger jove sitting in his presidential throne asked the votes of all the other gods which after a profound deliberation amongst themselves on all contingencies they freely gave at last and then resolved unanimously to withstand the shocks of all whatsoever sublunary assaults End of chapter three fifty one